Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, strong moms, welcome back to another episode. And today we're talking about how to lose 10 pounds and get bikini ready. And I know if you're like me, you're thinking, where am I going to wear a bikini? For me, it's like the only time I'm wearing a bikini this summer is when I go and I go to somebody's house that invited me that has a pool, which is very rare. Um, because everything's closed down. All the pools here uh, in my area are closed down. I can't take the kids anywhere. Um, I think in Texas now the beaches are closed. So wherever you're at, you're probably in a similar situation. Um, So if it's not a bikini, maybe it's, you know, wearing shorts or just feeling confident in general of whatever you're wearing. So it doesn't have to be quote unquote a bikini. But, you know, I use it on the towel because we all know what that means, right? Whenever somebody says bikini ready. So what I want to start this episode out first with is explaining to you guys how I used to go about getting ready for the summertime if I knew I was going to go on a trip or be in a bikini versus now. And the reason I want to share that is because maybe you might be doing things like how I used to do them and I wanted to kind of share with you why that didn't work. Um, And then we'll talk about what I would do differently now, right? So let's rewind. I'm 34 right now. Let's let's go back to Jess in college. Jess in, you know, when she was 20 and 21 and how I would get ready for the summer then and looks way different than I do now. So what I would do back then is I would start replacing two of my meals a day with shake. Basically, I essentially, I would starve myself. That's what I would do. So I would have a shake for breakfast. I would have a shake for lunch. And then I would have like a light dinner. And that's what I ate. And I bet you, now I'm looking back, probably was eating about 800, 900 calories a day when I was doing that. And then on top of that, I was doing, um, I think I would do like beach body workouts. If you guys didn't know, I need to share my journey, but that's how I started um, working out at home doing beach body. And so I think at the time, if we backtrack to then when I was 20, 21, um, I was doing P90X. So I would be doing that. And then I would go for, I would do cardio, like jogging and things like that too, um, on top of the lack of nutrition. And so I was also very focused on the scale. So it was all about how much weight could I lose and how fast. And so that's how I would go about it. And then um, it was very, very unhealthy way because I would become obsessed with food in a sense of like I couldn't have anything. And with all good reason, because I was essentially a starving myself. Um, and so what would happen was, sure, I'd lose some, I'd lose weight on the scale. Mind you, I wasn't too big to begin with because I already had struggled with eating disorders and and just body dysmorphia. 
but sure i'd lose probably some probably about 10 pounds and this is this fits this perfectly what i want to talk about like losing 10 pounds and getting bikini ready because for me personally that's kind of how it's always been it's always been like that last 10 pounds and i'm i know a lot of women can relate to that and that's like really hard is those last 10 pounds um, so anyways, I would lose about 10 pounds and be like, okay, right before the trip, wherever we're going, sometimes it would be like, we'd be taking a trip to like Port Aransas with his friends or something. And I still was very self-conscious in a bikini. Like, even though I would weigh, I'm five feet. So back then, I think when I would lose that weight, I'd be like 105 pounds, 108, somewhere around there. And I would still feel uncomfortable in a bikini because I still was jiggly. Like I was just like a smaller jiggly version. (laughs) So I, and I still had cellulite and um, yeah. And the whole reason why is because I went about weight loss, just focused on the scale. And so I had probably barely any muscle to begin with. And then I'm like probably losing muscle on top of that because I'm starving myself. I'm not doing strength training really. I'm doing more mostly cardio. I would do, actually, I take that back. I wasn't doing P9X. I was doing Sanity. That's what I was doing. So it was all like a lot of like really just a bunch of cardio is all it was. And um, the result was me being an untoned, small, skinny, fat version of me and never had the confidence at all. So that was back then. Now let's fast forward. Now I'm 34. (laughs) And um, how I would get bikini ready now, which it's still kind of the same thing. I'm still usually around 10 pounds about like where I feel comfortable. Um, Maybe even a little bit less. So what I would do instead of focusing on just the number on the scale, I would focus on losing fat and not muscle. That would be like, that's always my biggest thing when I'm trying to lose, um, lose some weight or it's always trying to lose it in a standpoint of I'm losing fat and I'm not losing muscle. Now, if, if you're just starting out, like if you're really new to lifting and things like that, you might actually, you, you can actually be gaining muscle at the same time you're losing fat. For me, I've been doing this for a while. So the chances of that, it's better if I just focus on one or the other most of the time. And so that would be the thing. So what I would aim for is losing about a pound two at the most a week. And that's how I'd go about it. And then also... What I would also focus on first before everything, and this would be the foundation of me getting my body in a state where it wants to lose fat, is making sure that I'm getting enough sleep, I'm managing stress, and I'm drinking enough water. And that is so underplayed when women are trying to lose weight. You can go, you can do your own research, but there is a direct link in lack of sleep to obesity, okay? Uh, There's also been a study, I need to find it, Uh, that they showed when there were people, they were losing weight, okay? So you have two sets of people trying to lose weight in the study and one did had less sleep than the other. I think one was like maybe five hours versus like eight hours of sleep. And it was crazy because both groups lost, um, lost weight, but the group that got less sleep actually lost majority of the weight through was their muscle. And the group that got more sleep, the majority of what they lost was fat loss. So it's very interesting. There's a lot of things that happen while we're sleeping. And not only that, but it just sets us up for weight loss success the next day, because if you don't get enough sleep, 
your hormones out of whack. So your hormone that is your um, is ghrelin, ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone that's elevated the next day. Your stress level, cortisol, that's elevated the next day. Those two things together means food cravings. <laughs> that means it's going to be hard, really hard to control yourself around food. Not only that, you have a hormone called leptin, which is the hormone that makes you feel satisfied after food it makes you feel full and that is lower after um, lack of sleep so you have this trifecta going on of setting you up basically to be out of control around food the next day and guys if you are working against your body your body's going to win in the end that's why i say a healthy body is a sexy body so let's take care of our health first let's set that foundation so that way it's a lot easier to lose the weight as we're going forward and because it's not all about motivation and willpower all the time right that that's a our willpower and motivation they're short-lived we can't rely on that all the time and let's do things that are going to limit the amount of willpower that we have to use so if we're getting enough sleep we're setting ourselves up for better success the next day when it comes to food and we all know i think we all know by now that food is majority of where this is going um this fat loss is going to come from okay so that's the very first thing and that's sleep and then also water water just because because if we're not drinking enough water that's going to lead to um feeling hungry too right and i know we all have heard this it's just the thing is people don't take it that seriously when it should be taken seriously i see this all the time when i work with clients we know to drink water we know to get enough sleep but a lot of people aren't doing that and they want to skip past that to the more fun things like let's do macros let's do strength training all that stuff yes we need to do that stuff too but if your foundation sucks well guess what everything else is just going to fall down it's going to be harder to keep up with everything else and you know we it, the signal for thirst is the same as hunger we don't know the difference so drink enough water so that way you know when you're actually hungry you're hungry okay and then not only that is your body uses water for all kinds of functioning so even if you're slightly dehydrated guess what that's going to perform that's going to affect your performance in the gym that is going to affect your energy level and how you show up in the day so it's really simple just drink more water right so I would aim to drink a gallon of water I would aim to get seven eight hours of sleep and that would be like a foundational thing that I would do first the next thing I would do is I would focus on food and I will I would use macros now if you're somebody that is starting out so let's let's kind of just who is this for so if you're somebody that has a lot of weight to lose um, macro counting might not be the first thing you want to work on maybe it's just getting healthier eating habits cutting out the junk food cutting out the soda um eating more protein, eating more whole foods, eating more vegetables, just working on cleaning up your diet. But if you are at that last 10 pounds, more than likely, you need to dial things in. And so macro counting is great. That's how we dial things in because eating a healthy diet alone is only gonna get you so far and then we gotta dial it in, especially for trying to transform our body, aka get bikini ready. And so for me, what bikini ready is, is a toned body, you know, a strong toned body. So what that is essentially is just you dropping body fat and you gaining muscle or maintaining that muscle as you're dropping the body fat. That's all toned means. Tone is, there's no difference in muscle type. There's no like bulky versus, um, bulky versus tone like muscle is muscle the difference of how it looks is the body fat so if you have some a woman that has a lot of muscle and she has a lot of body fat guess what she's gonna look bulky if you have a woman that has a lot of muscle she has low body fat guess what she's gonna look toned so that that's really the only difference and so we need you need to realize like this whole like 
d- gaining muscle to get bulky, gaining muscle to get toned. It's, it's, there's no difference in gaining muscle. Muscle gain is muscle gained. Um, so when we're, we're looking at macro counting, what we're doing is essentially counting um, eating a certain amount of macronutrients in the day for our goal. So macro, um, macronutrients are simply, there's three categories, protein, fats, and carbs. And you can argue that alcohol is the fourth macro, but there's really no nutritional value in, um, in alcohol. So all food is made up of some type of ratio of macronutrients. Some have our higher protein foods, some are higher carb foods. So you have different ratios. And so by eating what your body needs and those amount of like, you know, the certain amount of macros every day, it'll help to transform your body in the sense of you're losing fat. And when you pair it with strength training, you're gaining muscle or maintaining muscle, depending on what your goals are and where you're at in your fitness level. So I would do that. I would I would do my macros. I would um, cut calories by about 20% because that would be a healthy, um, that would be healthy fat loss calories. So you really don't want to go below 20% cut of your total daily calories because then that's a pretty extreme Thing. Remember, we're focusing on one to two pounds of weight loss a week. That's healthy weight loss because we want to maintain our muscle, if not gain muscle, why we are losing fat at the same time. So I would focus on staying within 100 calories of that weight loss calorie goal and hitting my protein. I would not focus as much on fats and carbs at first, especially if you're new to counting macros. Um, as long as you're, you're getting close to your calorie goal, 10, 10 calorie, uh, within a hundred calories or less of your calorie goal. And you are really focusing on hitting your protein, your carbs and fats can kind of fluctuate and you're still going to get really good progress. And you can always later dial it in, but studies have shown whether when you take two sets of, when you take two sets of groups of people in a study and you, they eat the same amount of calories and one is low carb, one is high carb, as long as the calories are within weight loss range, the, or they are weight loss calories. And then also the protein is accounted for it's a high protein, right? When protein is equal on both of those groups, there is no big difference in weight loss between a low carb and a high carb. So we need to start understanding that is this is more about protein. This is more about eating a high protein diet and staying within our calorie range. And the low carb or higher carb or moderate carb, those things are more up to you. Like if, if, it's more of a preference. Now, if you're somebody that's working out hard, you're trying to gain muscle, I would steer on you eating more of those those other calories coming from carbs, you know, because that's your body's number one energy source, especially when we're lifting weights. You're, you're using like a quick energy source and that comes from carbs. Fats don't do that. Fat is more of a sustained long energy source, right? So for example, keto is more friendly for somebody that's like a marathon runner, somebody that needs to tap into energy sources over a long period of time, not really intense exercise, but a long duration. And then somebody that's a weightlifter or somebody that is in sport, some, some people that need like that quick burst of energy and strength, then carbs is going to be your body's preferred preferred energy source for that. And you're going to see a better performance and better performance means better results too in your progress. So that's what I would do as far as food. Now, one thing for me usually, 
and I know this is a mom thing because I've talked to other moms. Um, what I would really focus on is not snacking on my kids' foods or not snacking on foods in general because that's what those little things, those are those little bites that add up throughout the day. And then when you start, if you've never calorie count, uh, counted your calories or kept a food diary or did macro counting, anything like that, you, I really want to... Um, challenge you to track your food for a week download my fitness pal track your food for a week and you will be surprised how all those little bites of things those sips on their drinks their you know the leftover food that you're eating off their plate or their snacks it really freaking adds up into a day so i would just focus on getting in my breakfast my lunch my dinner and then i would put two snacks in between i would focus really on keeping a schedule because for me personally what i've noticed with other people you start skipping meals um, or you t- wait too long in between eating and it's really hard to control our eating whenever we do come back to the table and we start eating again and I'm like that so if I don't have my snack in between my lunch and my dinner I know at dinner time I'm gonna be more likely to overeat and that's just that's just a uh, part of it so finding a routine that works something that I can stay consistent with something that is um, the whole goal is we're not trying to starve ourselves So we need to keep also, I would focus because I'm eating those meals, eating consistently throughout the day, I'm keeping my blood sugar stable. So I'm not going to have like this sugar crash that's going to make me get all these like to get hangry and have all these food cravings. Okay, so we need to try and try. And that's another mindset I had to switch because before it was all about how long can I go without eating? How strong can I be? How much motivation and willpower can I have to starve myself throughout the day? Right. And versus now it's like, okay, how can I get a whole uh, get control of this right so I'm going to eat like these smaller meals I'm going to eat these snacks and I'm going to keep my blood sugar stable because the whole thing is I want to make sure that I don't overeat at the next meal or I don't want to feel hangry I don't want to feel like that huge blood sugar drop um that is that's another mindset shift that I had to have um so that would pretty much take care of the food part and I will, like I said, really focusing on hitting the protein goal. Now, protein, um, I have a podcast episode. It's called Protein 101. It's a really good episode to listen to um, to understand how why protein is so important. And it's not just for muscle gain. So I think a lot of people, a lot of women think like protein is more important if I'm trying to gain muscle and trying to bulk up versus if I'm trying to lose weight. And as you heard, I shared with you, there's studies that show that low carb, high carb doesn't matter as long as protein is adequate and calories are within weight loss range. The groups lost the same amount of weight. Now, the group that does low carb, they lost a lot of weight at first, kind of fast in the first couple of weeks, and that's because of water weight dropping. So when you do a low carb diet, there's this illusion that you're losing weight faster, and it's simply because you're just losing water weight because your body holds on to the more carbs you have in your system, the more water your body holds on to. So for every gram of carb, I think it's every gram of carb you you are you eat, you retain three grams of water. It's just the way that your body holds um, holds carbs. You, you hold water with it as well. So when you take those carbs away, you essentially see this big weight loss drop and it's water weight. So 
just kind of keeping that in mind that's why that happens and then um the studies show like over the time it all it levels out like you're gonna lose the same amount of weight it's just in the beginning it looks like the low carbs better because you get that swish real quick in weight uh water weight loss so anyway it's just a little side note so protein is very important so that would be the one thing that i focus on the most as well as calories so when it comes to losing weight the calories is where you're losing the weight but the macronutrients is what dictates how you lose that weight the composition of it and weight loss is not all equal so you like i said we want to be focused on losing fat not muscle so that's where the macros come into play the next thing is focusing on training so yes i'm trying to lose 10 pounds but i wouldn't be focusing on cardio like i used to i would strength training would still be my main focus because while while I'm strength training, guess what? That's keeping my, it's helping me to at least maintain my muscle. If I'm somebody that's new to exercise, gaining muscle while I'm losing fat, which is what I call a sweet spot and an awesome place to be. And that's something you can stay within that spot. That's like your first year of, uh, getting into fitness is, is really fun because you are going to be in that sweet spot if you do everything right. So I would focus on strength training to keep my muscle. Why would I want to keep muscle? For, well, for one, when the weight, when the fat comes off, <laughs> that's what's going to make you look toned. That's why I was never happy before when I would do like these quick weight loss and not understanding that composition matters, body composition. And so I'd still be like jiggly in all the wrong places and have cellulite and all that good stuff. Now, um, I would be focusing on that, um, keeping my muscle because as the fat loss, as the fat comes off, that's how you get that toned look. Um, and of course also because that's going to keep my metabolism up. Um, it takes more calories to maintain muscle than it does fat. So the more muscle you have, the higher metabolism is, the more you're burning throughout the day, no matter what you do. So muscle is very important. Um, so strength training. So depending on where you're at. So I'm just going to say if you are somebody that's within 10 pounds and you of your weight loss goal or um, and you're trying to get bikini ready, you're probably somebody that works out routinely already. So let's just keep that in mind. So if you're somebody that's new to working out, I wouldn't just go all ham and like work out hard five days a week. You probably want to do like start off with two to three times a week and like build on to there. And the reason being is... Um, because we want to progress ourselves, right? Um, it, we don't want to like throw everything in the everything in the kitchen sink all at, at once, um, because our body adapts to things. So we want to like do the least amount it takes to get results, and then just keep on building from there. Um, I did a podcast episode on that one as well. See if I can find it and I'll tag it you tag it in or put it in the show notes so that you can see um, really understand that concept of progress because I don't want to get off too much on a tangent, but you can only lose so much weight at at you know, you can't rush the process is what I'm trying to say. You can only gain so much muscle doing everything right. Um, you know, eating more protein on what you need or lifting more weights on top of what you need is not going to get you results faster. The same with weight loss too. So we want to be doing this in a healthy way, right? So we want to, um, and then ensuring that we have room to progress over time. We don't want to hit, reach these plateaus really fast. And so when you're doing everything all ham, you're going, you're doing everything all at once, 
your body's going to start adapting to that. And guess what? You're going to need to go even more extreme to get even more results and you're going to plateau even faster. Okay. So we want to leave room for progress and just do the least amount of effective dosage of what we need to get change. The next thing, so strength training. If you are somebody that's been working out, then I would do, I would focus on hitting every body part two to three times a week. So that would be ideal. So if you are somebody that is new to bodybuilding and you've seen all what I call bro plans, which is like you hit, you hammer one body part a day each week. So that would look like one day I'm going to do legs the next day I'm going to do shoulders and I'm going to do chest and I'm going to do back and I'm going to do buys and I'm just going to like hammer this one body part for just one day out of the week is not an effective way to build muscle. And I've done other podcasts on this. I'm trying to think what that one was called. Um, a lot of the stuff I have talked about, but I'm kind of putting it together for you. And it's also really good to rehear it because that's how we learn things by repetition. We need to we need to hear it multiple times and we need to work through it. And you know, you're probably going to get a new aha moment from hearing this now versus back then when you listened to that uh, podcast episode before, because you're in a different place now and you're maybe hopefully progressed and things are going to make more sense to you for where you're at right now. So you want to hit that body part. You want to work that body part out two to three times a week. The reason being is because protein synthesis, which is another episode I talked about, is um, the process of building muscle. That process lasts up to 48 hours after workout, depending on how your fitness level is. The more fit you are, the shorter that period is and, you know, if, if exercise is new to you, the longer that protein synthesis lasts. But this is the repairing and building of your muscle. And so if you if that process lasts for 48 hours, like you're leaving um, progress on the table by only activating that for a body part once a week, like it makes no sense. You want to reactivate that after 48 hours. So if you're there's a couple of ways you can do that. You could do, if you're somebody that is new to working out, you don't work out that much, you can do three full body workouts a week. So you could do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you could do full body workouts, and then Tuesday, Thursday, you could do your cardio. Um, another way you could do that is you could do do um, do upper body, lower body, upper body, lower body, and you can just do that kind of split and um, get in that way. You could do um, one thing that I like to do or I have, a, I have one of my clients that's more advanced doing this, is she has a full body day and then she does upper body, lower body, upper body, lower body. Um, then for me, what I like to do, this is something that I've done too, is I'll do, I'll pair up groups together. So I'll do like shoulders and legs, then I'll do back and buys, then I'll do chest and tries, and then I'll just repeat that. So that's for somebody that works out like six days a week. Um, there's just different ways, but either way, you want to be hitting everybody part two to three times a week. Then I would put in abs three times a week. You don't need to do abs every single day. <laughs> three times is plenty. Um, 15 minute circuit, choose three ex ab exercises you like, do three to four rounds. There you go. You're done. It'll take 10 to 15 minutes at the most. Okay. Um, you don't need to do a thousand crunches quality over quantity. Okay. So really making sure that you're filling in the engagement in your abs and you're not filling it in your hip flexors and your legs. Okay. So if you're doing, you're going to get more out of doing 
you know, 25 quality reps versus a hundred shitty ones where you're not even filling in your abs after a while, because now you're, your hip flexor and, you know, has taken over and you'll know that because you'll feel it burning in your legs and in, in your, in your hip flexor. Um, anyway, so that's kind of off on a side note. So that's how I would do that. And then I would slowly add in cardio. I wouldn't like just, do as much cardio as I can. And the reason being is because your body really adapts to cardio over time, Um, especially steady state cardio. So we got steady state would be like going for a jog for 30 minutes and you're keeping your heart rate pretty much at the same level. Um, HIIT training is a little bit different. HIIT is where you're like getting your heart rate really high and then you have a short rest and you get really high and you have a short rest. To me, honestly, I find a com. I like to do a combination of both. Um, I usually do right now I'm doing like Metcons for my cardio and then I, um, and then I'll probably run like once or twice a week I'll jog. And that's usually towards like the end of the week. I'll do that on the weekends then. And I don't even do that for that long. So I'll just do like a mile or two. I might, if I do a mile, I'm going to do it all out, you know, as, as fast as I can, um, two miles, I'm going to pace it a little bit more, but you know, the shorter the amount that you're of cardio you're doing, the the more intensity that you want to bring, right? So I don't do tons of cardio. Um, I, I like I said, this is something you want to slowly add in as like towards the end when it's getting harder to lose those last few pounds, then you can throw more cardio in there. So, you know, start off with one or two sessions a week and then you can start adding in more. Um, Always do your cardio after your strength training or a different time away from your strength training if you can do that. Do not do your cardio before your strength training because you want to be able to come in fresh and, and be your strongest and put in your most effort into your strength training. And the cardio is supplementary, okay? So strength training comes first, cardio is supplement, okay? So that would take care of exercise. I think that takes care of everything. And, um, you know, really having patience. And the other thing, too, if you're really serious about doing something like this. So, say you want to lose 10 pounds, I say, you know, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Um, That would probably... You know, you could do that within like six weeks, right? Because I said two pounds a week at the most. You can, um, or a month actually. Let's see. I'm, I'm like, my math is like in my head. I'm like, wait, hold on. Let's see. Uh, yeah, you could probably do that in like six weeks in a healthy, you know, a healthy way. And that might seem like it takes a long time, but really you don't want to really, oh, you don't want to force this. Okay, guys. Let me tell you something when it comes to weight loss. It's a lot of people don't have a weight loss problem. Like people can lose weight. The problem becomes when they can't keep it off. Like we don't have a weight loss problem. We have a sustaining the weight off problem, right? Um, so that's why a lot of yo-yo diets come into play. A lot of like I have mixed feelings even about challenges because it's like kind of that mentality of like I'm going to do as whatever I can to lose all this weight and just to this end date and that's it. So if you are losing it, you know, in a healthy way, and also because if you're losing more than two pounds a week, if you only have 10, you're within like 10 pounds of your goal weight, you can't, if you're losing more than two pounds, you're probably losing muscle. Um, If you're somebody who has a lot of weight to lose, a lot of this stuff might not be 
exactly where you're at. So if you, the more weight you have to lose, it's okay. In the beginning, you might be losing five, four pounds a week and that's perfectly healthy. But as you get closer to your weight loss, like that is going to slow down and that's healthy too. That's healthy weight loss. (laughs) And And so keeping that in mind is something that I would do and really trying to focus on things that are going, that I can sustain, all right? So as you noticed, I said I would do macro counting. I didn't say I was gonna do some crazy low carb diet where I cut out this and that or some super um, like clean diet where I just, I wouldn't cut everything out. I wouldn't, I would, I would, yes, I would focus on eating more whole foods. Yes, I would focus on more protein from animal sources. Um, I would focus on whole foods in general just because they make you, they they have fiber in them. They make you feel full. It helps you, um, you know, sustain your energy throughout the day. It would, it's going to mean less food cravings. And that's why I would do it. It, And, and I, but I would still leave room for those foods that I, I really enjoy or like that, you know, going out to eat once a week or something like that. But I would also not let the weekend be my weekend. So that happens a lot of times we have like, we do really good all week and then we just screw off all weekend and you can easily backtrack your progress in one weekend. So I'm not saying that you can never go out to eat or you can't do that, but be mindful of things. Like for me, when I go out to eat, it's like, okay, I'm going to have an appetizer that's fried, but then I'm going to pick something healthier for, for dinner. Or if you're like a dessert person, I'm not a big dessert person, choose a healthier, somewhat healthier, you know, dinner and then splurge on dessert, you know, find some type of balance that works for you. That works for me. And that's why I do it. But you got to figure out what works for you. This is a process of, of, if you want this to like be sustainable, then you need to make sure that you can continue to do this. Like that, that should be the focus of everything. I need to do this in a healthy way and in a way that I can sustain. Now, like, you know, you're trying to lose weight. Yes, you're going to be in a calorie deficit, but that's not going to be forever, right? So like once we lose away, like then we need to start going back to maintenance calories, okay? And, and so just realizing like this is a short period of time, like I'm going to do this for six weeks and I'm going to be committed to this because and get it done so I can go back to maintenance because it's worse to be like yo-yo dieting, be like one week I'm like cutting, t- cutting all my calories the next week I'm splurging and you're just going back in this yo-yo dieting thing. It's, it's not working for you at all. Um, and really we don't want to be in a calorie deficit all the time and i'm not guys like i don't do um like i don't do weight loss a lot okay or i don't do cuts or whatever you want to call them uh, a lot of the times i'm in maintenance or i'm in over maintenance and i'm focusing more on like gaining strength and gaining muscle um and if you're somebody that's worried you're going to get bulky for it's it's hard to um gain muscle as a woman it's it's hard it, it takes time right so just to keep it in perspective a pound of muscle gain a month on a woman is really freaking good progress and over time that's going to be less and less as the more that you start to reach your potential so you're not going to like bulk up overnight. So if you start strength training, um, you know, we need to get away from that mentality that strength training is just for gaining muscle. It's actually the best thing you can do for weight loss as well. Um, as far as, as exercise. And I've done a podcast on that too. I've done podcasts with so many things, guys. Like if you're new to the show, 
go back and go through the list. Um, there's a lot of really good podcasts that that are just, I really take the time to try to think about like, what does my audience need to hear? And I've been there, done that, so I can relate to a lot of it. And I'm like, you know what? This is something that I wish somebody would have told me. And this is why I'm doing this podcast because I know we're in the middle of summertime. And, you know, a lot of us, I feel like, have gotten quote unquote off track because of all this shit going around, you know, COVID and all the worldly issues and things like that, where, I don't know, I feel like I've been off. Like I have been, I did, I talked about this in last week's episode. I'm like, I've been not feeling it, right? Let's put it that way. It's just been a lot of setbacks that I normally don't freaking deal with. Like I'm like, there's things that I've been like, having setbacks that I haven't had in years as far as like food comes like I usually don't have food issues as far as like vegging out like chips and doing all this stuff like I mean daily like some of this stuff has been like that and having that mentality of like eh screw it um so what I was trying to get at is I feel like some of us might be now just getting on board to trying to get our shit together and our life back together. Um, so that's why I did this episode. And I wanted, you know, it's really hard to to not get in that mentality of going 110% and being too hard on ourselves, starving ourselves essentially, like thinking we can get there faster because we have to make up for lost timing. We have to make up for all the, the, the screwing off that we did for weeks at a time. And it's, I understand that because I know more than anybody like that doesn't work. And I still have to do that to myself. Like me getting back on track, quote unquote, it's like, I still have to be like, okay, Jessica, like you, you don't, shouldn't exercise for two hours today. Like it's not going to make that big of a difference. Like in my head, I'm thinking, I just, I need to go all out. You know what I mean? And that's something that I've struggled with that all or nothing mentality. And I have to check myself and I have to tell myself like, this is a process and this is not an overnight thing, guys. So like I said, if you are somebody that is thinking that you're going to lose 10 pounds, in two weeks I, I mean this podcast is not for you I'll be honest like you can go follow somebody I'm, there's tons of influencers on on Instagram that will tell you you can do that and it's, it's going to be starving yourself or taking whatever supplement they make money off of when they sell it to you um, but that's not here like I'm not I'm not about that life <laughs> where I'm about like I want you to keep the weight off and I want you to make healthy changes in order to to do that and I'm, I'm all about empowering women and I don't that's not a power rate to tell a woman to freaking starve herself or that they have to have this supplement like you don't need any supplements like guys don't waste your money on supplements if they're if you're not at that point like supplements are to supplement you got to do the foundational things before you supplement what you're doing um so anyways and a lot of them don't work anyway so um, I won't get on my soapbox on all that stuff, but I'll leave you guys. I think I'll leave you guys with that. I think I've said everything I wanted to say. Um, if you have been enjoying the podcast, if you're new to the podcast, please leave me a review. Let me know what you like about the podcast so I can keep doing more of that and be sure to subscribe. So that way that you get a notification whenever the episodes go live. I used to do them every Tuesday, guys. I know I'm sorry. Um, now it's a little bit random and sporadic and that is just because to be completely honest, my mind has not been where it needs to be with everything going on. So I get these like spurts of inspiration, motivation to do a podcast and then I jump on and I do one, but it's not something that I feel like I can just like, like zone into like I used to. So it's kind of here and there, but I'm still trying to do one a week. So just go ahead and subscribe. So that way you do get a notification 
follow me on Instagram, mom is the new strong. I do um, try to post posts that, you know, when a new episode is available as well and reach out to me and let me know what you liked about this episode and what you want to hear more about. But I'll leave you guys with that. And for now, go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Hey there, mama. Are you trying to figure out how to lose the last of the belly fat, but also have strong curves in all the right places with a booty that would make JLo proud? You've lost the majority of the baby weight, but now you want to take your fitness to the next level by gaining lean muscle and transforming your body. So you've Googled things like how to gain lean muscle, how to get tone, and you've tried free fitness challenges from Instagram fitness chicks, but you're still stuck and nothing seems to be working. I hear you loud and clear. I've totally been there and you could totally trial and error it like I did for a few years, but I don't want you to get so frustrated that you give up in the process altogether. So I created this simple and right to the point guide that explains the top five fitness mistakes you are making that are keeping you stuck. These are the top five things that I continue to see sabotaging women's results. And these are the five top things that I struggled with and I had to learn to overcome when I had to take, when I wanted to take my fitness to the next level. So you're going to want to go ahead and grab this free guide. You can go to www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash five mistakes. That's www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash five mistakes because I don't want you to make these same mistakes in 2020.